I got accepted onto an arts group mentoring scheme and lots more. So yeah, let's catch up. Today we'll be talking about um, the group mentoring scheme I got accepted onto. It's by the arts organisation I Like Networking uh, here in the UK. And uh, it's all virtual, so that's good. Uh, and oh yeah, hi, if you don't know me, uh, I'm Scarlett Ford and I own, run, I do everything. Uh on the Feel Free Critically podcast and I'm currently in my final gear, my fine art degree and yeah, it's very exciting. Um, so yeah, I'll first be discussing this group mentoring scheme I've got accepted onto uh, and kind of what that entails and also I'll be discussing my second Chicago group show, so excited for that. It's a woman made gallery in Chicago uh, who I've been working with for over a year now and yeah it's really exciting and there's a few more open calls they have coming up which I will be applying for um yeah it's just nice to establish a relationship with the gallery and yeah yeah it's very exciting anywho uh let's oh yeah and then I'll also discuss my dissertation a little bit at the very end just kind of say what's going on with that as I'm start I have started writing it which is very exciting Okay, so uh, the scheme I've got accepts onto is I Like Networking Group Mentoring Scheme. I applied for this on a whim. Uh, I think I, I just saw on Instagram at like half midnight. Uh, I was like the deadline was coming up really shortly. So I was like, oh, I may as well apply for this. It was quite a quick form to do. And yeah, I got accepted, which is very surprising as I get rejected from most things I apply to, including jobs. Uh, <laughs> probably shouldn't be saying that, but you know, it's, it's honesty. And uh, yeah, so it's very exciting. Um, there are one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, nine sessions in total uh, across from November to December, just under a month worth and uh they cover all sorts of things from career goals to uh well-being for creatives freelancing and networking and from what i've seen it's not just artists it's journalists it's musicians it's actors it's dancers so it'll be quite cool to see the similar issues and things like that that we face um and yeah it's just i thought it'd be something nice i could put on my cv and something it's it's nice the fact that they wanted me <laughs> I find it funny I'm like wow they want me um and yeah but it's also nice to tell my lecturers oh I've got this coming up and uh oh, I got this so uh yeah I definitely say if I was you apply to as many things as possible I never or very rarely apply to things I have to pay for and I never apply to competitions I always just apply to like open calls for like mentoring or exhibitions um And I always see if they're worth applying to because sometimes, I don't know, the gallery might not look very good or like, uh, and I'll be like, oh, there's no point. And sometimes like, I have to apply for that. Oh my God. And there's been some things I've been recommended by people in the art industry to apply for. And I'm like, oh, okay, well, if they think I could get it, then I should get it. And then I've ended up not getting that, you know, and these are deadlines I've been waiting for for like over a year, you know. So I do understand where it's like not getting you know these things um but yeah I'm really excited for it and it's good it's something I can do from home uh yeah all take place online at 6 30 um yeah and I like networking I definitely check out their Instagram I really like going on there it's very bright and colorful but um 
yeah, they have lots of like uh, work opportunities. They're all in the UK. Um, but I don't know, it might just be interesting if you're not from the UK, just to have a look and see uh, what they do. You probably have similar organizations like where you're from. Um, yeah, but no, I just like it because it, it kind of reaffirms in my mind that there is opportunities out there. I just have to find them and then apply uh, and then hopefully... <laughs> Hopefully be good enough, so I'm yawning. Hopefully be good enough that I uh, get accepted. Uh, I have tough Wi-Fi at home, so I was just actually trying to load the Instagram page so I can kind of talk it through with you. Uh, But my Wi-Fi has been completely broke since the last time I uploaded over two weeks ago. Uh, So we have these like plug-in Wi-Fi things and they're a little bit precocious, if that's a word. They're a little bit off and on. Um, But yeah, basically check out their instagram it's very bright colorful have lots of jobs sometimes if you're in london jobs like in artist studios and stuff so yeah really cool but yeah uh i would definitely check them out uh even if you're not from the uk if you're just interested in the scheme because i i don't know if it is just for uk based creators you could probably thing is i don't see any reason why people from around the world wouldn't be able to join because it's all online anywho but um yeah that's cool so yeah that is that yeah so the next thing i want to discuss is uh the group show in chicago (laughs) so funny uh it's just so crazy um so for this show i've been tossing and turning for ages over what to make for the show because i wanted it to be different from last time so they could see my work's actually progressed a bit and uh no i just I've been really busy at uni and a lot of the things I make, like I've been using slide films and really big, you know, it's difficult stuff. It's di- difficult to ship abroad and um, it's a small works show. So there was, I think 16 inches was the largest something could be. Uh, so yeah, I was like, what do I do? Um, so I ended up doing a sound site from a film photo I'd taken actually. Uh, and I've had an absolute nightmare film. Last week I developed two medium format film roles for the first time ever. And I had zero images. The camera was broken. I had loaded the camera wrong, even though I didn't load the camera myself. But, you know, the camera had been loaded wrong. And uh, it's just a nightmare, really. Um, so uh, I was really hoping to do a photo from a photo I'd already taken. Um but then I actually found a film photo I'd taken a while ago. It's actually my iPhone background. It's a film photo of me. It's like a selfie with my camera. But you can see my crutches over my arm. And I don't know. I think it's quite cool the fact that I'm still taking photos, still doing photo walks, still going out, vibing despite the crutch. I was going to print it in black and white. However, my uni, the printing is all silver gelatin. And I hate that. I am a vegetarian. I refuse to work with that stuff, gelatin. Uh, so... I didn't really, it was all a bit rushed. Um, so I just made a sound type out of it. But uh, to make it better, I paid for my uni to print a like denser negative where the levels have been edited in Photoshop. And I did like a test with the next I printed at home versus this one my uni printed. And the difference was stark. It was honestly crazy. So much more definition. And it looks almost graphic, like the amount of definition there is because the image itself is actually quite dark because um, I heightened the ISO I did. Uh, yeah, yeah, I think that's what I did. It was uh, ISO 400 film and I turned the ISO up to 800, I believe. Um 
for this image if I'm wrong I mean no but that's what I think I I changed the ISO for the image so the image itself it's very grainy and dark uh but you can see these bright highlights of like the camera and the crutch and the light behind me uh, I like the image I think stand type itself might be a little dark and if I would have had time I might have exposed it less uh but that is what it is I was gonna get like professionally framed and stuff but that was like 65 pounds and I'm only charging 99 dollars for it and I gotta ship it abroad which is like 36 pounds so I ended up buying <laughs> my lecturers probably hate me for this I ended up buying a frame from Don Elm which is like what's Don Elm in America it's kind maybe it's like Target's but I don't really know what Target is. It's like a chain of shops. So there definitely isn't as many as Target is. But it's basically like, it's really a lot of it's like home living stuff. You know, uh, they have some chocolate. I remember when there was some chocolate in there. But it's like, you know, bedding and stuff like that. Uh, and they have some photo frames. And this one, oh, it's plastic. But it actually it actually looks good. It's like, it, it's very contemporary. It's just black. Um, and the mount boards it wouldn't fit so I just, I've just done it without mount board really I hate framing work I, I think art not all of it but I think some art looks better without a frame uh, the next ones I send though I'm gonna try get them professionally done <laughs> it's just people don't get how expensive these things are and how like you know my lectures can judge me all they want but like they have money and I'm a student who doesn't have a job. Um, I have worked before though, so I do have money from that. But yeah, no. Uh, and I called it the female gaze, the artwork, because I thought it was quite cool conceptually how this is an image of a woman taken by the woman. So she kind of has control of the gaze and, you know, I'm not being objectified by other people. It's me taking the photo of myself and, and me disseminating it how I want. And it's very empowering uh yeah and I thought I'd be quite a cool like feminist artwork to make because it's like a woman make gallery it's like a female feminist female non-binary artist feminist vibes uh yeah so um we sent it off today and uh yeah I'm very excited to see what happens from that well hopefully it gets there I've sent it well in advance so that should all be fine um yeah, and then they have a few exhibitions coming up. One, like, about Roe versus Wade, uh, which, if you don't know, I'll Google the law in America. Uh, and uh, they have another one, which is, like, an international open call, something like that. So, uh, yeah, that is uh, Women Gallery. Check them out. They're in Chicago. It's very cool. Um, yeah, and that's everything. So, uh, well, for that. So, yeah. Boom. I wanted to uh, briefly go over my dissertation. Uh, I we had these like dissertation uh, practice reviews. Uh, it was like week four of uni at Bulls at least. So us is like review week. So they're looking at our practice, and I mean there were two male lecturers. Like no one else allowed to be in it. It's quite intimidating to be honest. But um, no, I'm, I'm quite a assertive person. <laughs> My like, yeah, stand my ground, I'll speak. Um, so yeah, I spoke of my practice, went over dissertation, and eventually after some discussion over the next few days, um, I got the dissertation I wanted. The working title was basically Worth More When Dead, The Fetishization of Female Artist Pain. 
uh, I want to be, it to be a very provocative title um, because I want it to be something that will cause discussion and be quite in your face and it's basically looking at uh, young female attractive artists who have died young, uh, specifically mainly looking at Anna Mendieta uh, and basically saying how their death has overshadowed their work and I have quotes from like people who also support this argument and uh, other people I'm also looking at, um, I'm mentioning Francesca Woodburn and Amrita Chagill uh, and basically I'm saying that this is not an anomaly, it's a trend and that this has gone on throughout our history however I'm focusing on the 20th century because it's only 5,000 words but also I'm not particularly interested in like I, I love modern history anything pre like the 20th century or like uh, I don't know I don't know, it's like for me, like when I say history, I just love like uh, studying like fascism and uh, things like that. But um, <laughs> I'm not really into ancient history. That just bores me so much. But then like one of my best friends loves it. It's just different people, you know. Uh, and then I'm also looking at other society. I'm mentioning uh, like uh, Grazia magazine. Someone who worked for them said that the, their best cover is like distress and address and kind of this idea that women being distressed and you know the death of women is like a very it's like a fetish and looking at laura mulvey's male gaze theory and the idea of scopophilia um yeah so that's what i'm writing about uh i have started but i find my writing's terrible and then like you just edit and edit and then big words come in and then good ideas come and so when you start it's always very bad for me but yeah that's my dissertation proposal i just want to quickly go over it um yeah I will speak more about it throughout the podcast in the future because it'll be more on my mind. But yeah, that's really it for now. Uh, yeah, it's, it seems good. I, it's something I'm passionate about and it's a feminist proposal, which I wanted. And it's an important topic also. And it's about the women I've been researching. So boom. So we're coming to the end of the podcast. Sorry if it's a shorter episode. I am just quite busy at the moment uh yeah also i wanted to mention i've been working a lot with slide film and i've been doing some slide film projections on sanotypes which i love oh yeah and i'm also producing a limited edition series uh for a uh, hotbed press in liverpool as part of like a is it liverpool i think it's like part of a print exchange so this week I've, i'm really getting on with that i've i've done about 10 i think that i like and that are good enough so i've, I've got about 15 to me but you know i am in uni tomorrow and the day after so fingers crossed all go well um yeah so that's that but basically what we spoke about today um the mentoring scheme i like networking mentoring scheme i would definitely if you're an artist or a practitioner or creative look for mentoring schemes because i need all the help i can get and i was about saying so do you um maybe you do too i don't know uh and we also spoke about uh, my show in chicago i have had listeners before in chicago so if anyone uh lives there or near there and uh well I'll, I'll let you know when the show's on if anyone wants to go there and support me cool uh yeah and uh also my dissertation uh i hope it didn't confuse you too much um 
Yeah, basically looking at how the pain of women has been is like a fetish for people and how it's really weird. Um, and yeah, looking at like art history and artists like Anna Mendieta and Francesca Woodman and Enrique Chagall, but mainly Anna Mendieta because she's a badass and I love her to my core. And I'm really like trying to make artworks now that are inspired by her and kind of thinking like, how would she have made art when she's alive now? I'm really like thinking that in my head when I'm making the works about her so they're more alive unless one of my lecturers described my work as dry last week and it's honestly the biggest kick up the bum I like it's I needed it though so um I'm glad they said that uh, because it's helped me a lot I've kind of come to realize what that meant at first I was like I don't get it um oh yeah I'm still doing my driving lessons I I've only nearly crashed a few times it's all good though driving in urban roads now and hopefully i won't kill anyone anyway stay well stay cool and stay awesome